Hey, special educators, I'm Jennifer from Positively Learning. Welcome to the Special Educators Resource Room. If you're like me, you're always looking for ways to save time and streamline your work. That's why this podcast was created to give you the systems and solutions you need to get your time back. Tune in for tips, tricks, and tools that will help you manage your workload and make the most of your time. Whether you're brand new or experienced, all are welcome in the Special Educators Resource Room. This episode starts off with an apology and it has to do with the topic. Hey, Special Educators, it's Jennifer from Positively Learning and I'm so thankful that you're tuning in. So the topic is all about training your paraprofessionals so that your classroom community can run smoothly. And the point of view is for special educators, whether you're brand new to working with support staff or you've been doing it for a while and looking for some tips. So now the apology. The topic is all about training your paraprofessionals, your support staff. Did you hear it? I use the word your, and I do it a lot through PD, on my website, on social media. And a couple weeks ago, someone called me out for it. And they said I showed such a lack of respect for paraprofessionals by calling them mine. They belong to me. And now I can't unhear it. Moving forward, I'll be sure to be more cognizant of how I word things. And I'm sharing this with you that you may want to check in with the paraprofessionals and support staff that you work with. Maybe they do want to be referred to in a different way, or maybe they absolutely love it if you would call them your paraprofessionals. But like most things, we should probably not assume. And speaking of assumptions, now let's get to the topic. So I have a mini training course for paraprofessionals. It's six modules. You could technically do all of the modules and the exercises in one long weekend, but probably would be better to spread it out over more time. You could even spread it out over the entire school year. I created this training and a paraprofessional training binder because I couldn't find one just like it. There's a lot of fantastic information already out there. However, when I looked at the information, it didn't tell me how to use it. It gave me the information, but I didn't know what to do with a lot of it. And sometimes it's just nice to be told what to do. So I created this training and there's six different modules, but I always felt very nervous sharing this training out loud with the public. And here's why. Modules two through six are what you would expect but module one is not. And that brings me back to the topic of assumptions. Wait, hold that thought. First, I wanna share what's in modules two through six. I feel very confident that that's what you'd be looking for when signing up for the training. Then I'll come back to module one. Module two is all about the classroom environment, setting up the space for success, both for students and the adults who are gonna be working together. Then it goes into expectations for everyone working in the classroom and how you're gonna be splitting up classroom duties. Module three picks it up from there and expands on what everybody's doing in the classroom. It also includes some goal setting, playing to paraprofessional strengths and building a positive team culture. Every module builds upon the next, and in module four, we keep going with classroom duties, and now we're focusing in on building relationships between all staff and students, and how we can support that, whether it's having a preference assessment that a paraprofessional is administering, or a prompt hierarchy that we can all refer to. It's all about building that classroom community. 
Module 5 continues to build on this momentum and offers quick, actionable steps that you can take to continue building this classroom community. From making sure that your paraprofessionals are experiencing respect wherever they travel throughout the school, to using paraprofessional surveys, creating a welcoming environment, and showing your appreciation, it's all in there in Module 5. And if at this point you're thinking, well, this sounds great, but who has time to do any of this? That's where Module 6 comes in. It has practical advice of how you are actually going to include all of this training, especially if you have absolutely no training. So it has the training binder. It has the quick tips. It has ideas of how to fit it in, even if it's five minutes here or there. It's really all about preparation and I've got that for you. You'll definitely want to give a listen to episode three of the Special Educators Resource Room podcast. I'll put the link in the show notes. This is how to set up your paraprofessional binder when you have absolutely no time. And no surprise, it's in the top three most downloaded episodes. And this training binder is the one I'm referring to in this entire training. It's included in there. All right, I've stalled long enough. Now let's go back to module one. Remember I spoke about making assumptions. I have such a love-hate relationship with this module. I actually love it. I love the information and how it supports you as the special educator. But I know that when someone is feeling pretty desperate and they're signing up for a training like this, they may not want to do module one. They want to get to that module two. They want to get to the expectations and the classroom duties and how we're going to divide everything up. They don't want to spend time on module one, might feel even a little bit bougie or a waste of time, but it's not. So here's what the mini trainings are in module one. It kicks off with a quick exercise called locus of control. You may have heard of this referred to as circle of control. So you're going to be just recording and reflecting on everything that's going on in the classroom and what is in your control and what is not in your control. And spoiler alert, there's not a lot that goes on in the busy classroom that is within our control. Okay, I'm feeling really nervous about sharing the rest of them. I'm just going to go super fast. The next training in module one is called North Star. Then we move on to wishful thinking. And then we move on to don't assume anything and master your mindset. Then you are ready for module two, which is like the nitty gritty classroom expectations and all that good stuff. Now do you see why I was so nervous? Module one is all about you. And once you go through this exercise, everything else that comes up is going to fall right into place. That's why it's so important. And that's why I don't want anyone to skip it. However, I totally get it. I know that when I'm pressed for time, I just want the action steps. If this sounds like something that would be really helpful to you, I invite you to check out the show notes. I'll put a link to the positive paraprofessional partnerships. It's a page on my website that gives more information. If you already have the big special educators resource bundle, the link is already in there. So you've got this. The training paraprofessional binder supports the paraprofessionals in your classroom. The training course includes the binder, but it's really designed to support you. I hope this information was helpful for you. Please let me know how I can help. If you have any questions, you can always reach out. Find me at Positively Learning or send me an email on my website. I'm always here, always listening. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'm dying to ask, what'd you think? Be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. 
You can find the show notes and links for everything mentioned in this episode at PositivelyLearningBlog.com. See you next week for more special education solutions.